Hello and welcome to Forever Loved, your number one psychic and spiritual podcast where I invite you, the listeners, a chance to connect with me personally, but also special guests where we discuss spiritual topics, answer your questions and more. I hope you enjoy today's episode. You can connect with me on Instagram at Chris Riley Psychic and I would love to hear from you. Hello and welcome to Forever Loved. If it's your first time listening, then a huge welcome to you. And today is really exciting and I'm been, I've been really looking forward to this one. Um, we have our first guest and one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, um, and I know that so many of you are so interested in, it's a big topic because I think there's a lot of people that don't understand it and maybe sometimes me included and we think it's really complicated and it's manifestation. So without further ado, I'm welcoming on Matt Cook. Hey Matt, how are you? Hi Chris, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. Pleasure. Really excited to share with you. Do you know what? I was scrolling through Instagram Reels the other week and I you just popped up and I, what I loved was how your your content felt not complicated to me. I felt like I could understand what you were saying, if you know what I mean, about manifestation. So I've done I've done sort of some courses in the past and you know, I'm sure we'll get into how how you can manifest in your life and I'll ask you lots of questions. But um something I've always thought, and I know lots of people too, is that I don't know, you have to I don't know, maybe you have to follow like rituals or you have to have vision boards or you have to be really positive all the time or you have to this or that but when I came across one of your videos I was like wow okay this guy's like hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Just, um, just felt and seemed really easy to listen to. So the first thing I want to ask you is really about your story. So how did you get into this? How did you get into the manifestation? Sure. 
Well, Chris, thank you first. That is my my whole goal with this work is to keep it simple, firstly. I think it can be a complex subject, but it doesn't need to be. So I never set out to be a manifestation coach. I was actually, um, I had a corporate job here in the UK as an estate agent for nearly 10 years. And uh, that's that's the route I thought I was going down until my life completely changed in February 2019. Mm-hmm. So I'll share the story with you. So I was lying in bed with my wife one evening, typical midweek evening. Um, uh, we were watching Netflix on our laptop. And as I turned over to go to sleep, I was sort of in that in the middle of trying to go to sleep and still awake. I could still hear my wife listening to, to Netflix. And out of nowhere, Chris, my whole entire body just started to vibrate. It was bizarre. Um, and I allowed it to continue and it continued to vibrate. And it honestly felt like I was hovering off the bed almost. And then I heard a high pitch ring in my ears mm. and then it went completely silent. And I heard a voice come through and the voice said, hi, Matt, it's mum. Can you hear me? And my mum oh passed away 18 months before from cancer. So in that moment, as you can imagine, my mind was completely blown. Here I am um, hearing my mum's voice. And I, I responded. I said, yes, mum, I can hear you. Where are you? And it sounded like she was at the opposite end of a sports hall, just slightly getting closer and closer. And as we exchanged a few words, my wife nudged me gently because she was still awake. And she said, Matt, who are you talking to? And as I turned to tell her and turn back, my mum had gone. So wow. just just so you can know <clears throat> in that moment, of course, I wanted to believe in the afterlife. You know, I'd lost my mum. She was 51 years old, but I had no proof of it. I'd never spoken to a medium before. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but there I am. There I am having a conversation with her. And I remember in that moment thinking, wow, no one can ever tell me again that there's not a thing such as life after death because I've just spoken to my mum. But all these questions, Chris, are nowhere to go. You know, how did I connect with her? What what was that? Um, How did I do that? Where is she? So many questions and nowhere to go. So I ended up just trying to explore that concept myself. And for the weeks that followed, every single night, I'd try and prepare myself again for another connection uh, to my mum. And um, it, it didn't happen. The first time it happened, it was completely unexpected. And I think I want everyone to just note that I didn't want it. It happened. Mm -hmm. But of course, the days that followed and the weeks that followed, I wanted it again. And I was in lack of it. Whenever we want something in life, we're in lack of it. And that's a paradox in manifestation. Because everyone listening to this, Chris, will no doubt have a want and a desire in their life. Yeah. We don't attract from wanting. We attract from being. We have to close that gap, which is what I'll talk about today. So. I ended up going down the depths of science to try and figure this out. And I ended up, and I won't go into it in too much detail, but I ended up going down the the, the whole uh, field of quantum uh, physics to try and understand just the fabric of our reality. Mm -hmm. And I very quickly understood something that maybe I heard at school, but probably didn't listen to, was that everything scientifically in our reality is energy. And that's a scientific fact. Mm Even the human body, if you break it down to its purest form, you get to energy. The fabric of your building, your car, if you break it down to its purest, purest form, you get down to energy. Mm -hmm. So everything in this reality is just energy. 
And the mind blowing thing about energy is it can't be created nor destroyed. It just is. Yeah. And that means energy only moves and transforms. So here I am thinking, well, hang on a moment. I spoke to my mum. If, if she is energy and we're all energy, then she's just somewhere that I can't see. And scientifically, we only see less than 1% of the light spectrum. So what about the 99% of light and energy that we can't see? And the, the mind-blowing thing about energy, Chris, is that it's always moving, always oscillating, always vibrating. Mm -hmm. And all vibration carries um, you know, information. So my analogy is, and maybe Chris yourself, as you're obviously in this industry, you'll be able to, to back this up, that it's like tuning into a radio station. That was That's the analogy. Imagine like a big old wooden radio from like a bygone era where you, if you want to listen to a station, let's say Radio 1, 97.9 FM, mm -hmm. you physically got to turn the dial mm -hmm. and, and become 97.9 FM mm -hmm. to pick up the information. So you tune into the frequency and then once you're on that frequency, you'll hear the the information on radio one as an example if you're out by any degree on that frequency you'll just hear crackling fuzzy you just won't pick it up mm -hmm. and i think when i then look back when i was looking back on the experience with my mum i realized that somehow unconsciously without me wanting it or trying my body vibrated and i don't know why that happened at the, at the time right mm -hmm. and as my body vibrated, it, my frequency was obviously increasing and my mum must have lowered hers. And just like tuning into a radio station, our frequencies connected and we picked up each other's information. Mm. Now you'll see where I'm going with this because of course this is to do with manifestation and, and not mediumship. But um, that is the analogy. And, you know, Chris, you're a medium and, you know, I've had other mediums say the same that, well, the reason we're called mediums is because we help people connect on the middle. Yeah. 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 So, so there we go. So, so I, I'm there. I, I have a spiritual awakening. I connect with my mom. My mind's completely blown. And then I go down the realm of quantum physics to try and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I then had a decision to make. I was, because I was an estate agent. This was like early 2019. I've been doing it for nearly 10 years. And I just became obsessed, Chris, with with understanding, not necessarily the afterlife, but more of like energy and what that was. And that's when I stumbled into um, manifestation. At the time, I was trying to get out of um, the corporate rat race. I was trying to try and free my wife and I from that so we could live the laptop lifestyle and, you know, travel the world together and, yeah. and be out of that, that situation. And I had a coach at the time, really successful eight figure business owner. And on a coaching session, I said to him, you know, what, what do you put your success down to? And he, and I was thinking straight away, he was going to say, you know, digital marketing and, you know, he said the law of attraction. Mm. I said, the law of what? He said, the law of attraction. Mm. And I said, well, where, where should I start with that? And he said, just go and read the secret. So when I read The Secret, Chris, this was just after connecting with my mom, like a month or so after. For me, it was easy. I just put two and two together. You know, they were talking about how like attracts like and how if we think, feel and act in certain ways, we can draw energy in, which crystallizes into physical reality. And they were talking about manifestation. And I just put what had happened with my mom together. And I thought, I know exactly how this works. And that and to answer your question in a, in a long-winded way, that that is how I got into this. Mm -hmm. But I suppose when you had that experience with your mum, 
and yeah. she connected with you, you probably didn't as you didn't expect that to happen. But I think sometimes what we do, we, whether we are, whether it's mediumship or it's manifestation or whatever, I think you maybe you went down that science route because you were trying to prove something that isn't physically there. I think there's a lot yeah. of, you know, you had that experience with your mum, but there's part of you that probably thought like, I would just imagine that even though you've heard your mum's voice and you've had like this conversation. Mm. But I think that even even going to the manifestation, I think that a lot of people probably, because you can't physically, you can have these amazing experiences, can't you? You can manifest amazing things. Has there been anything in your life that, I mean, obviously, you, you know, you've come away from the corporate um, yeah. sort of lifestyle. Has there been anything sort of that you've, I don't know, that since kind of following this journey, sort of coaching and teaching people, how to manifest or use manifestation in their life. Has there been anything that's kind of like blown you away or you've ever, I don't know, thought of anything that's happened or where you've been like, wow. Sure. Yeah. Lots, Chris, I'll, I'll, I'll share a few with you now. I mean, I think firstly, just on that, just for everyone listening, um, you know, there's always that, there's always that doubt when a situation happened like, like mine connected with my mum I think what blew me away was the fact that I was awake when it happened and um you know I think this this concept of you know manifestation um you know to a lot of people it's you know it's not widely accepted but I think now the great thing about it is that science can demystify the mystical and this is no longer pseudoscience it, there's a lot of science that backs this up and like you said earlier I, I like to keep this simple uh, and uh, and I like to to articulate to everyone and everyone listening to this that manifestation isn't magic. Every single human being is a creator. And I just want to explain that before I bridge into talking about what I've manifested. So the the very word human human mm hue -hmm. is a word to describe light. I heard like you say this in one of your videos, and I was like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, man is manifestation. We are all manifestations of light. I mean, you break this down to our purest form of energy, it's really light. But most people don't understand the term being, human being. So we're manifestations of light. But being is how we're being in the present moment, how we're thinking, how we're feeling, and how we're acting. And how you're thinking, how you're feeling, and how you're acting in the present moment dictates the movement of that light or that energy. Mm. So if you are um, absorbed by self-limiting thoughts and self-limiting feelings of frustration, anger, resentment, um, then th that combination is going to make you act and behave in certain ways. Mm. So every single person, every single human being listening to this needs to understand firstly that we're permanently manifesting. It's not magic. And my main message is to help people become conscious creators. So firstly, the first stage of manifestation, Chris, is not what you want. Mm -hmm. It can't be. Because I want you to imagine placing your want out there now. When you, when you think about what you want, you create a void, separation between where you are and what you want. Yeah. And there's that space, there's that, there's that lack. What you actually have to do first is shine the spotlight on yourself. And that's called self-observation. 
that is truly the first stage of manifestation. And most coaches and most books don't talk about that. But when you turn the, sh the spotlight on yourself, you have to start thinking about how you're thinking day to day, how you're feeling day to day. And most people, Chris, aren't defined by a future vision. They're defined by their present reality and what's happened to them in the past and their pain and their sorrow and, you know, um, negativity and what's consuming them. And I get that. I get that. But we have to start focusing forward. So to answer your question, my first manifestation back in 2019 was to you'll laugh at this was to make monday great mm -hmm. i i was there I'm, I'm in the rat race with my wife and monday's the worst day of the week and i'm sure a lot of people can resonate with that hated it with a passion and i thought why does it have to be i want it to be the best day of the week and that that's what, what i'm going to do because if a monday's the best day of the week then i think you're living a pretty good life so we i set out with this with this intention to to quit um, our corporate jobs by October 2019. But first, I had to look at how I was being, how I was thinking, how I was feeling, how I was acting. And I had to act as if I was someone who had already manifested that reality. Mm -hmm. Now, most people say, Chris, but Matt, that's impossible. How can you think and act every day like you are, have manifested that life when the present reality shows the complete opposite. Like, how can you pretend that you've got a bank balance full of money when, when I'm in my overdraft? Like, how do you do that? Mm -hmm. It's not about faking it till you make it. It's about feeling it until you make it. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, and just, just so I can break this down, the way, the way we are is split in two. We're, we have our conscious and our subconscious. And our conscious mind, Chris, represents 5% of who we are. So that is our ability to make decisions. Think about what we want in life. It's our analytical brain. So everyone now is using their conscious mind to think about what they want. But their subconscious is 95% of who they are. And that is our hardwired beliefs, perceptions. And our subconscious is our body. We subconsciously embody emotions. Our body is the subconscious mind and it's permanently trapped in the past. It's like a software program. Mm -hmm. So you can have all the intent in the world to manifest, but actually you're manifesting from your subconscious mind because that's like your dominant vibration. So I just want everyone to think about this for a moment. The, the magic with this is realizing that the body doesn't know the difference between a dream or reality. And that's a fact. So if you take the last time you had a nightmare, for example, you're lying in bed, you wake up in the middle of the night and you wake up because you've just been visualizing a nightmare, like maybe you've been attacked, for example. So that's the vision. And as you wake up and you catch your breath and you're like, oh, thank God it was a dream. You look at your body and your body's sweating, your heart's racing. Your body is reacting emotionally to a vision. Surely your body should recognize that it's 3 a.m. and you're in bed. But no, it's reacting as if you're being attacked. So on that, what would happen then if if the average person was to visualize a future every single day in meditation, which is what I'll come to, and they visualize living their best life and they get excited in that moment by it, well, their body will start to react emotionally like it's happening. Mm -hmm. And that is manifesting from a place of being. And that's not therefore faking it till you make it. That's feeling it until you make it. So my first manifestation was that. And, and that's what I did every single day with my wife. We, we set out the intention to, to, to make Monday great. 
and build an online business and, and quit, quit the rat race. And we visualized it every single day in meditation. We had no idea how we were going to do it, but I understood there's something far more intelligent out there that could organize that for me. And um, in just a short few months, we did it. And still to this day, Chris, it doesn't matter what I continue going on to manifest. That will always be the best one, because even to this day, and I'm, you know, I, I'm now a you know, full time creator and manifestation coach. Um, I never work on Monday. I don't take a single client on a Monday and I'll, I'll make Monday great for the rest of my life. And on a Monday, my wife and I are always doing something, whether it's the Cotswolds, London, anything on a Monday. But just so you understand, Chris, I mean, I could talk all day about what I've manifested. I, I prefer to talk about what I've helped my clients manifest. But even being on this podcast was a very recent manifestation. I'll, I'll explain that as well. So I'm always playing with manifestation. So even two weeks ago. I think sometimes with with the manifesting, you say, like, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, as an example. I've got no money, which is what you hear. A lot of people, I have no this. I don't have this. I don't have a partner. I can't have a partner. I'll never have a partner. No one yeah. loves me. No one wants to be with me. All those typical sorts of things. But sometimes I think also is that how? So, you know, when you said about having to kind of forget the how. So, um, you know, I can't, can't think where I'm going with this now, but the the um, I just picked up on what you were saying. Um, yeah. And I know that in the past when I have come to sort of think about manifesting and stuff and I hear, I hear quite a lot, I've heard quite a lot of people say to me, oh, well, you know, in the past, how, how can I, I have absolutely no money. How am I going to have 50,000? I have no, like you said, you know, how are we going to get this business? We didn't know how, but we, visualized it every day and it happened and we've created it i think sure. sometimes people get trapped in that how is it going to appear to me because i don't have anything right now almost do you know what i mean so let me answer that for you exactly there's 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 really three secrets to manifestation the the first is a clear intention of what it is that you seek to manifest so let's say for example you know uh, earning 50k mm -hmm. Or getting to 10k a month mm -hmm. as an example uh, the second secret is feeling it like i've just mm -hmm. said and the third is your actions and your behaviors and taking aligned inspired action so when you w w when you do this you, you of course we can't just sit around and just wait for you know money to fall in our lap mm -hmm. or our soulmate to knock the knock the door you know we, we've got to i think got because it's, it might feel prepared. like it's too good to be true I think that's probably yeah. where a lot of people find themselves is well that would that would be to that be like a dream if that happened for me mm -hmm. you know exactly yeah exactly and I think look this is this is my honest advice too many people are thinking too far out from where they are mm -hmm. and I now know scientifically um you know that there is a I don't want to go too deep with this but just so everyone understands we hear the concept of manifestation called the universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What the universe really is, is an infinite, infinite realm of energy called the quantum field. Now, just so everyone understands, the quantum field is this infinite ocean of energy and all energy moves and vibrates. That vibration uh, carries information. 
So on a, on a scientific level, if there's an infinite amount of energy and all energy carries information, that then means there is an infinite amount of potentials called your life, mm. right? But where most people go wrong is, like you say, they might think too far out from where they are. So they might have be broke to wanting to get to 50K a month, for example. Now, that there in itself scientifically exists. The problem is not the fact that it, they can't manifest it. It's how they're being in that moment. So disbelief, limiting beliefs around it. How's that going to happen, though? I can't just wait for it to fall in my lap. So, so, so we, unconsciously, it, it's themselves in the present moment that are the problem. So what, what you need to do, like what I've done, you've got to reverse engineer down that that manifestation i want to give you a very tangible example of this so i built my predominant following on TikTok first grew it from zero to 150,000 in every year and uh this time last year i wasn't in, on instagram at all and honestly at the time the reason why is because at the time my thought was that maybe instagram's a bit mature for a year or so i've only had it let me explain how let me explain how so so i thought uh instagram's mature it's been around for 10 years you know i've had the platform for 10 years and i've got a thousand followers who are friends and acquaintances but so i thought no i'm gonna do this and here's the goal the goal is i want to get to a hundred thousand followers by the end of 2023 starting on the first of january with a thousand followers and I see followers as lives. So it's not about the numbers for me. It's about how many lives I can impact. And I had a goal and an intention, a manifestation of getting to 10K by the end of March. Now, because it, because it was manageable in my head and I believed it, 10K to me was easy. So every day I would visualize 10,000 people that I was serving and impacting and yeah, feeling and I it. What's really important now um, is your intention is especially with social media, a lot of people, social media, oh, I want to just post posy pictures and I want to show off my car and show off this and that. But I think your intention is probably what drove that to grow so quick because your intention what is will to it... change because you've set that, that intention there of like, changing people's lives, isn't it? To be a beacon of, exactly, a, a beacon of light. So from the 1st of January, this is the honest truth, from the 1st of January, the 1,000 followers, to the 6th of February, I got to 100K in just five weeks. Oh, my God, wow. And, um, and I'll tell you the reason why. Because I wasn't focusing on 100K. Mm. I was focusing on 10K. Mm. And because I was focusing on 10K, I believed it. I felt it. I was aligned to it. And I suppose... Um, if I had a goal of 100K by the end of March... Felt, I would, would you have felt like... Which probably goes back to what we were saying earlier. Would you would you have felt if your goal was hundred k, like, oh my god, that's too much? How's that going to happen? So 100%. I think when you, <clears throat> I think when you when you come to, you know, set your intention of I don't know, I want to earn five thousand pounds a month. I want to earn ten thousand pounds a month. I want to earn whatever it is. It doesn't have to be money. If you feel like it's too much. So if you feel like it's too much, would you say bring that bring that kind of goal down a little bit until it feels like yeah. more yeah. more right yeah, for you exactly that. or more realistic, I suppose. I think the thing is as You've humans, got... we always 
we'll, everything has to be a lot of us in boxes. Everything has to be like, oh, okay, you know, I can achieve that. Or, But you'd say just kind of bring that, that goal down a little bit. Yes, and let me tell you why. You're still manifesting the big goal. Because all you're doing is you're reverse engineering down the main goal into increments, which represents the, the, the big manifestation anyway. But right? that, that just, to so, me just feels a bit more comfortable to you. Yeah, let me tell you what. My, my, my quote that I live by is the man who loves walking will walk further than the man who loves the destination. This should never be about a destination. Mm-hmm. It should be about the journey and the walk. So if you reverse, let's say someone wants to get to 10K a month, for example, but at the moment they're on 2K a month or just starting out, then then break it down to going, right, my manifestation is 3.5K. And and if someone though genuinely feels it, genuinely believes it, then go for the 10K. I'm not saying not because it already exists on the quantum level. But for most people, there's so much disbelief and limitations around how they think about it that they're in lack of it vibrationally and it's about aligning you see so reverse engineer it down that is that is how i've got to where i've got to just by loving the journey and reverse engineering it down uh, but otherwise chris i think look what happens with most people is they have this huge destination and then when it doesn't happen there's there's this just this feeling of lack when's it going to happen frustration and they just don't celebrate the smaller wins along the way but I suppose if you manifest yeah. something that's a bit smaller and it happens, you'll probably have a bit more confidence in it as well. Chris, that's my exact advice to everyone. I'm permanently playing with the small stuff. Mm. You know, when I, when I say small mm. stuff, um, I, I actually, what I mean there is, you know, not, not the main intention. So, so I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of, of examples of that and i was saying about your podcast not that this is a small manifestation but it was something fun that i was playing with only two weeks ago i was thinking to myself i haven't been on a podcast for a while because i've been focusing on other things so i'm just going to set the intention i'm just going to visualize someone reaching out with a big audience um inviting me on their podcast i have no idea where it's going to come from and i just set the intention i visualize it and two days later you messaged me on instagram you said hey matt i've got this podcast and you've got a huge following and and then then here's the thing you then have to take here's the word aligned inspired action because there's a difference between inspired action and aligned inspired action inspired action is you just go around you get a list of all the podcasters and you just keep reaching out and saying hey can i be on your podcast hey can i be on your podcast hey can i be on your podcast and you can do that but is that really manifestation that's just working hard right Aligned inspired action is setting the intention, feeling it, seeing it. And then when someone comes your way, like you, you then realize that that's the synchronicity that you've been working with, with the universe now co-create and align it and take the inspired action. So just on the example of love, because I know a lot of people, especially I think you've had a few questions and a lot of people reach out to me about manifesting love. When I work with a client who's looking to manifest love, the one thing that I often see is when they use self-observation, they're normally either in um, fear, emotionally, of being alone, or desire, desperately desiring someone. And they don't normally feel in love with life. They're waiting for someone externally to then make them feel love. So they're living in lack and separation. But that's not the frequency of love. 
<laughs> science has measured the frequency of love, which is about 528 hertz. Even John Lennon wrote a lot of music in that frequency. So to manifest love or anything, you have to be the frequency of it. So when I'm working with a client who's looking to manifest love, we drop the dating apps. We drop the chase. It's not about anyone else. They fall in love with their life now. They become love. And when they become love, they all say the same to me. They say, Matt, I've met someone. They can't, or she came out of the blue, but you're absolutely right. I didn't meet them until I fell in love with my myself first. Makes sense, doesn't it? When you think about it like that. I think you have to be, it's hard to, hard to when you're human, of course, and we all have days where we don't feel content and, you know, but, and I've said this in yeah. before and I've just sort of after I actually said this on an earlier episode that I've kind of got to this point where I can openly say that I love myself and I love my life. But it took me, I tell you, it took me a long, long time to get there. And I spent a long time, you know, doing the the psychic and the readings and everything. And people would say to me, you know, even even on a dating aspect, you know, what do you do for a living? You know, I work on social media or... You know, oh, I've got my own business, but I'm not going to tell you what it is or this, that, and the other. And I found that when I got to the point of saying, do you know what? I'm a medium and I don't care if you don't like it. Like, it's like everything is elevated. You know, when you, when you fully, I, I suppose, fully accept who you are and what you do and you love who you are and what you do, everything changes completely. Rapid. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Chris, what you've just said there is so powerful. Mm. If everyone after this Googles the emotional vibrational chart, they'll see what I've just spoken about with emotions. One emotion is not on there, though, and that emotion is authenticity. Mm. Authenticity vibrates higher than love, moves higher than love. And what you've just said is so true. It's the same for me. When you're truly speaking your truth and when you're being truly authentic, you can't help but love your life fall in love with mm-hmm. who you are and, and 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 that like you just said i'm sure for you chris when you were authentic and you just spoke your truth and you just said i'm a medium everything i'm sure just started to click into place so many of us are waiting for a destination to give us permission to be authentic or now we've arrived now we can love our life now we've got the promotion now we can feel abundant you know and it might be easier for you and I to say it, but, you know, the, the clients I work with are 
all facing your typical struggles in life, you, you know, um, three kids, like, you, you know, chasing payday every month. And on paper, you could say, well, what is there to be grateful for? Or how can I fall in love with my life now? But I was only on a call with a client yesterday who's looking to manifest love. And she said, you know, Matt, I went for a walk in the woods and I've just been so blind to it like just how beautiful it is just in autumn with the leaves falling off the trees. And in that moment, I just felt so much love for mm -hmm. nature, you know, and I think people think that love, for example, can only be found when we fall in love with someone or, you know, but it's here now it, it's in the present moment at all times. But like you said, being authentic, and that was a big shift for me, speaking my truth was the biggest transformation. And I've just not long qualified as hypnotherapist. I've learned so much through that about your mind wow. and, you know, and your thoughts and, and I've changed a lot of the way that I think, can I really recognize now if I'm thinking negative, I, and for those of you that are listening, <clears throat> my kind of number one advice would be to change your thoughts and try and recognize when you are being negative to yourself or about your life in general, you know? Um, and I've definitely noticed that when I've, when I've changed my thoughts and how I think about things in general, everything does change for the better, you know? Not only do you feel better, but you attract better. And what was crazy was, I'm pretty sure that one of your videos, this was really, this was really, this was really crazy actually. One of your videos, um, just after the first time I spoke to you, I'm sure you was talking about um, setting an intention of something and seeing what happens within the next two days or something. That was one of your videos, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was crazy um, because I don't know. I don't know if it was about money, if I remember right. Something about money and see, seeing what comes, and it was crazy because I saw that. Right, I saw your video. Um, and this was a few weeks ago, obviously I'd not long started like the first po podcast and stuff. And obviously I bought all this equipment and everything. And, um, what was, what was crazy was two really lovely clients sent me money, right? Just complete, just completely yeah. random, randomly. And it wasn't a little bit either. Like it was quite a lot, bless them. But just things like that, like, I was like, oh, my God, it's so, like, it really, it really does work. It really, really does work. Mm -hmm. um, it really does. And I, I think I just want to unpack two things you've just said, though, actually, because I think it's going to be really important for everyone to listen mm -hmm. to. Um, firstly, I just want to just do a quick uh, analogy to show everyone and prove to everyone that they're not their thoughts. And even hearing that, you think, what? I'm not my thoughts. And if you do this as well, Chris, if you just in your head, not not out loud and anyone listening to this, too, if you just say the word hello to yourself five times in your head, just say that in your head five times. Mm -hmm. And once you've said it five times, shout it louder in your head five times the word hello. Mm -hmm. And the question is, Chris, did you hear that inside or did you did you see the word hello? Did you hear the word hello as you did that? Um, were you aware of of the word hello yeah. was there someone in there <laughs> listening to it so the question is <laughs> is there anyone it? in there <laughs> who heard uh, it chris who heard the word me. hello who's me 
Like, I, I would say my voice. And who's the voice? So, so here's the thing, right? When, when you, when you do that exercise and you, you're aware of the word hello, you'd say me, I heard it, but who's me? And you'd say I, and you'd say, well, Chris, and you'd say, well, I'd say, well, Chris was the name you were given when you were born. Who heard it? Who heard it, Chris, was the awareness, the observer within. We are not our thoughts. We are the conscious awareness and observer within. And that in scientific language is called metacognition. We all have the ability as humans to think about what we're thinking about. The problem with so many of us is we don't think about what we think about. We are our thoughts. So imagine a fish swimming through the ocean. If you could stop the fish and say, do you know you're swimming in water? The fish would say, what do you mean? The water's my world. But you as the observer would clearly see a separation between the water and the fish, right? So that is the same with us and our thoughts. So let's take someone who says every day, I'm broke. I've got no money. No one loves me. Well, scientifically, thoughts create a chemical and that chemical is called a feeling. So if you say I'm broke, you're going to feel frustrated. Or if you say no one loves me, you're going to feel hurt. So when we practice awareness, we practice looking at our thoughts. And when we do that, we can reframe them, just as you said. And that is why we start with observation. So when a thought comes in such as no one loves me, you can reframe it to I love myself, I love my journey, and I trust in what I'm doing. Which is quite hard. Which will be quite hard. It's hard. It's hard, but it, everyone has to start somewhere, including me and you. Most people aren't aware of that. And if, so, it's, so it's easier not to be aware of it. And then if you're not aware of it, those thoughts are slipping by your awareness. And now you're just feeling frustrated. If you say to yourself every day, and here's, here's a task for everyone. Every day, say to yourself, what three thoughts, limiting thoughts, do I want to be aware of today? And when I'm aware of them, how can I reframe them? And it becomes a game. So all through the day, a thought will come in such as I've got no money. Gotcha. Now I'm going to reframe you to everything's unfolding in divine time for me. And I love this journey. Now you're going to feel motivated. And you keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And you become a master of your thoughts. And you realize that, like I said, that awareness is in control, not the body with those emotions. You like training a dog to sit. You start to take control over your body. And that starts with metacognition and awareness. Um, so I wanted just on that note, because you said about hypnotherapy, which is amazing, by the way. And then in terms of manifestation and, and the smaller intentions, like you said, with money, here's the analogy for this. Manifestation is like being a gardener. Imagine going into your garden and planting a seed, any seed into the soil. The only job of the gardener is to water the soil. There is something invisible that's responsible for turning that seed into a flower called Mother Nature. But where most people go wrong with manifestation is they plant the seed of intent to manifest a soulmate or more money, and then they kick the soil. They say, why is it not growing? You have to plant the seed and let go and step away and trust and surrender. Now, surrendering is not giving up. Surrendering is allowing it. So this is why constantly playing with the small intentions and manifestations like you did with the money and letting it go small enough that you can almost forget about it. You'll see the magic starting to happen. It could be as small as tomorrow. I'll see a blue butterfly, for example, or anything. If you continue practicing the small intentions, you'll have proof that it works. But if you only set out to achieve the big manifestation, you're going to go. This doesn't work for me.
and then you've got a detachment to it and you don't believe in it. Yeah. But I know exactly. that from, from my own experience, how, you know, thinking about especially, I think, I think something like money is easier to um, reframe rather than thinking about yourself, for example. So when it comes to, and I think a lot of people will resonate with this, is <clears throat> it's, for some people it's quite hard to say that I love myself when I accept who I am. But for me, most days I would try and say I love who I am and I love what I do and I'm amazing or something like that. So I think if you can come up with mm -hmm. something like that to help you. But I know that when you think, some people will think about, you know, I love myself and think that's crazy. How on earth can I say that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I know what you're saying. I, th I think it, I think it is hard for someone to to affirm I love myself, I love my life. If 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 maybe they truly don't. What is your, so I think what it is goes your advice back to someone that maybe feels like that. Maybe it says, "Oh, I've, I really struggle with, you know, loving myself." Yeah, I think first giving yourself permission, but but actually saying, "Okay, how can I be my true, authentic self first? Can I can I speak my truth more? Can I you know can I stand up for myself more? Can I stop caring what other people think about my weight, for example, or how I look? Can I just be myself? Because I think if you're authentic, that is a form of unconditional love, firstly. So in, instead of just affirming, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, which is not not going any further than the conscious mind and the body's going, Maybe no, I don't, be, no, I don't. I can no, be I myself and I can be true to myself, perhaps. I love I, that. Yeah, I'm speaking my truth. Yeah, I'm speaking my truth. I'm confident being unconfident, for example, or I'm comfortable feeling uncomfortable. And just being yourself is the first stage of this. And as you start to do that, you'll get the proof and you'll start to love your life more. Then you'll start to love yourself more as well. And I, I think that is the best place to start, in all honesty, for anyone that, that is struggling with with love. But also saying to yourself, OK, this emotion called love, if I write down in my life right now everything I love to do. That could be yoga, going for a walk on the beach, spending time with my grandparents, you, you know, painting write down a list of of, every, of everything that you can do in your life right now that makes you feel loved and give yourself permission to do that more often and just on that note um, when it comes to manifestation i when i because i talked about feeling it until you make it i want you to think about all the emotions that would be present when your manifestation comes to fruition so that could be love it could be peace it could be gratitude joy excitement and then do that exercise, write down those emotions and write down in your life now where you can seek those emotions because they're always available now in the present moment. Because when your manifestation does come to fruition, it will only actually ever make you feel a certain way. The novelty always wears off. It's the emotion that we really seek, but the emotion can be sought now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. I think with love, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't, and it actually touched on earlier, doesn't have to be from a person you know no it should always be from yeah. within because chris and uh, for anyone who who understands that there's a lot of great leaders in this in this space dr joe Dispenza, for one he talks about this and I, I love it and it's so true that how we think how we feel and how we act like i said earlier creates a state of being that being that i talked about in human being 
And if we think, if we feel, in, if we act in certain ways, that will then start to become a personality trait. It becomes a, you can read people's energy. And then over time, that personality trait starts to reflect out in your personal reality. So most people who DM me or message me and say, Matt, my manifestation is not happening. They're just focusing on the personal reality. What they're not focusing on is their personality because your personality creates your personal reality. So on the, in the context of love, love is the personal reality of what someone seeks, but it's created from the personality of that individual. So that individual needs to become love unconditionally by being authentic and speaking their truth. Yeah. Maybe they're focused too much on the one. They're focused on the one. And that is, if you follow me, that is my mantra. Want mm -hmm. equals lack. And I'm not saying we're not wanting, we're not getting to what we want. We're switching from wanting to being. Because whenever you want anything, there is a void, there is lack. And that is out of alignment to that manifestation. So then the question is, how do you do it? So my biggest tool is to use meditation to manifest. Now, I when I first started to try and learn this, I couldn't understand how meditation related with manifestation. But if you do hypnotherapy, you'll understand the brain waves. And in meditation, what we're trying to do is slow down our brain first. Because when we sleep every night, we go into our subconscious mind, and that's where we're manifesting from. So if you imagine in meditation, slowing down your brain and being deeply present, so you're no longer thinking about the day or yesterday or your problems, or you're just in the moment. And then if you listen to a guided meditation, and I've got guided meditations as an example, what I will do is I will guide you to visualize a future, a, a future where you are successful in business or you've manifested your soulmate. And in that moment, you are what's called mentally rehearsing that future. And as you're mentally rehearsing that future, your body subconsciously, and it doesn't know the difference between a dream or reality, is believing that that reality that you're rehearsing in meditation is happening. And you'll naturally start to feel love, excitement, peace. And that is how I start my day. And on that note, just for anyone listening to this, or maybe even you, Chris, as well, how quickly do you turn to your phone when you wake up in the morning to Terrible. check emails, WhatsApp, social media? It's awful. Is it almost straight away? Yeah, pretty much. It's disgusting. I, 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 I know, not think, I know that around 98% of the population who have access to a phone touch their phone in that regard in the first five minutes. Now, I, that to me is like playing roulette at a casino every single morning. Because when you wake up, you don't know what no, you're going to get. Me, it, it, <clears throat> I'll say it's disgusting. It's an unhealthy routine, isn't it? It's an unhealthy just, uh, routine. You don't know if it's going to be good news or bad news. I think as well, yeah. when you wake up, you're... Can, like you're starting your day aren't you you're like conditioning your your brain i suppose well your body's in control again your body your body's just returning to the familiar but if it if it's bad news that you see in your emails or something negative ruins your day what i do is i only use my phone in two ways in the morning for the first hour to turn off the alarm and hit play on a meditation and i start my day in meditation mentally rehearsing my future and then I do some some other things after which I can talk about. And then after the first hour, I then give myself permission to check my email, check social media and everything else. But I've already created the vibe for the day, the tone for the day. Nothing's now going to trigger me. I'm already in love with my life. If I get a 
an email that's not very nice. Oh, well, mm -hmm. you know, I can handle it. But well, I don't want to deal with that the no, second I wake up. Definitely not. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so that's, that's, a, that's a, uh, definitely some advice for everyone straight away. Give yourself time, the first hour to be in control. Now, on that note, I will just say it's going to be uncomfortable because the body is in control. It's the animal. And it's 95% of who you are. And if you pull yourself away for that first hour and you're not on Instagram, you're not making a coffee, you're sat in meditation, your body's going to go, yeah, what is going on? Done, it's not familiar to you, is it? And right. through doing hypnotherapy, what's become really clear to me is your mind, your mind just sticks to what's familiar and your mind doesn't know what's good or bad for you. Your mind does what it thinks that you want and you need. Unfortunately, it's not always exactly. good for you. It's like this morning, I woke exactly. up at quarter to six but and I looked at my phone. I thought I'll go back to sleep in a minute and then I was <laughs> awake. I'm awake then. You yeah. know? Yeah. I think sometimes, exactly. as you said, as you you know, said earlier on about giving yourself permission, I think sometimes it's about giving yourself permission to just, you know, yesterday I didn't feel very well yesterday and I'd, I've, I don't know, I got to the evening and I'd only got dressed about 5 p.m. I thought, oh, you know, what a waste of a day. I've just sort of dossed about and not really done anything. And then actually I thought, you know what? My body needed to just rest. So I suppose I gave myself the yeah. permission to rest. Whereas normally I think, I suppose in the morning, if you're somebody who doesn't meditate and if that's the way that you're, and I'll come to ask you in a second about sort of methods to manifest as well, and you give yourself the permission to that, then... Once you come out of what is, I suppose, when you change what is familiar to you and it feels unfamiliar, it will soon feel familiar. But I'd say your mind just mm -hmm. does what you think. If you go and eat at McDonald's in the evening every Monday, your mind will want McDonald's every Monday. You know, mine's normally, exactly. mine's normally a bolognese on a Monday, a bolognese on a Monday night. <laughs> Monday, it's like, I'm bolognese, you know, and if I don't have bolognese, it's like, what are you doing? You know, because you, you just, you just, I suppose, my granddad used to say to me when I was little, um, I'd all, he used to say, I'd always wake up at half past five or six or half past six. And he said, I, I, I don't set an alarm. And I used to go, what? You say, well, you know, before I go to sleep, I just, in my mind, I just say, right, I want to wake up at 6 a.m. And you say to me, every day without fail, I'd wake up at 6 o'clock or half past 5. I never really understood, and I used to be like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. You know, how can you wake, wake up without an alarm? But again, I suppose, again, just the intention, isn't it? When you go to sleep. But... Well, the, bo the, body, the, body's, the, body's, the body's not in time. The body's always in the present moment, you see. So when you when when a body's trained conditionally, it, it knows what to do, and and that that's why you can think one thought of your past and trigger so many emotions because your body's reacting emotionally like that thing that traumatic experience from ten years ago is happening right now. You know, so you can train your body, you know, in the present moment, and like like your grandfather, you can train your body just by setting an intention to wake up at six, and without you consciously setting an alarm. It just wakes up. So the truth is, again, scientifically, it takes on average 66 days to train your body to create new habits. So they become automatic. So for the first when I work with a client, 
I always start them off on a 60 day committed to action sort of journey challenge to be accountable because that's the time when most people are going to drop off. Think of New Year's resolutions. Everyone gets through the first two weeks in January, and then people start to sort of, you know, slip off. If you want to change uh, and reprogram your body, you've got to commit to it for at least 66 days. And then it doesn't, it no longer becomes a chore. It becomes part of who you are, it becomes your being. So like I, I, I haven't skipped a single day of meditation now for over, over a year, uh, an hour a day, every morning. Because and I'll tell you why, like, and, and reflect on this again, anyone listening. If you genuinely believe that your thoughts do have some sort of an impact on your future, then you wouldn't skip a single day in meditation, mentally rehearsing your future. And I now know scientifically how our thoughts do turn from energy into matter, physical reality. So every day I want to train myself. And look, like you just said, it is about being authentic. On the days where you're not feeling 100%, just give it your best. You know, be authentic, listen to it. But what I'm about is helping people turn their brains from a record of the past to a map to the future. And then you start living ahead of the event. You start acting like the manifestations happen. Mm. Now it's drawing to you. Now you just sit back and wait. And question we had um what yeah what are i'm assuming i was asking you what are your sort of favorite ways to manifest is it you kind of mentioned meditation but is it vision boards or mantras or you know maybe for somebody that is kind of new to you know i want to manifest and i've never done it before would you say you know start with the meditation start with meditating and I suppose for some people it might not be practical to meditate every single day, but I think you have to, to put it bluntly, you have to wake up half an hour earlier. <laughs> you know, if you can't, if you can't fit it in, yeah. you have to make the time for it, isn't it? And if that means that you get up earlier in the morning and you do it, then uh, you're creating, um, uh, what is that? What do I want to say? Creating a new healthy routine, a new healthy habit, I suppose. Chris, my, and I'll answer that. Everyone listening to this podcast, no doubt, wants to use manifestation to, mm. to create something in their life. And you're right. You know, you don't, I know I said I meditate for an hour. You can meditate for 15 minutes. I have a 15 minute guided meditation on my YouTube, which is perfect. But it, it, your body's going to feel uncomfortable. You, you consciously have this intention to manifest something. Your body's not going to want to get up 15 minutes early. It's going to want to stay warm in bed. You've got to take control and be the master. You've got to get up earlier, go to bed earlier. That's, in fact, honestly, where I start with all my clients routine. You've got to start taking control. But for anyone listening to this who's using manifestation for the first time, here's my advice. Think to yourself, what do you want your life to look like inside the next six to 12 months? Don't think before that. Don't think beyond that five years out because your life can change. Inside six months, there might be uh, self-limiting beliefs about how it's going to happen. Beyond 12 months, it's vague. So I like to use six to 12 months and I firstly like to say to myself, okay, I'm going to start now in want. Now I'm clear on how I think and feel. What do I want? Knowing that that very want is lacking in my life. Okay. So I want to become a manifestation coach and I want to share this. Great. Okay. So that's my intention. So now let me write down some sub intentions. 
I want to grow an audience on Instagram to 100,000 followers. I want to create a coaching program and earn uh, 15K a month. I want to travel the world. I want to be able to work remotely. I want my wife to work with me too. I'd like to go on some podcasts. So get clear on your main want and then write down some sub-intentions. And then look at it and say to yourself, now I've got a blueprint of what I want and the intentions behind it. Now, how's that going to make me feel? It's going to make me feel in love with life, grateful, fulfilled, excited. Great. So now in meditation, I know the feelings to try and tune into. And also, I now know what to do day to day in life to try and stay aligned emotionally because I can try and cultivate these emotions. And now the first tool that I would recommend is people then take their intentions and they try and turn it into a story or a mind movie is what I call it. So you can go into meditation and you can visualize this life unfolding. So maybe it's traveling and working remotely online. So I'm going to visualize traveling to somewhere in the world, working on my laptop, earning a certain amount of money, quitting my job, feeling really great about that, seeing my Instagram grow. And I'm going to create a narrative and a story with a start, middle and an end. And I'm going to meditate every day and I'm going to visualize that future. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And I can also play around with some other manifestations, but that's the main way to do it. And then. And then after that, what I recommend everyone does is journal. Now, not journal in a way where it's like a diary and you're just writing down like anything on your mind. Pick certain questions that are going to help. So for either self-observation or future self-alignment. And a question could be, for example, um, you know, what three thoughts do I want to be aware of today? And how can I reframe that? And just journal on that one question. Another question could be, how did my meditation go today? And just journal on that one question. Another question could be, how can I take more inspired action towards this vision? You know, is there any action I could take? Or how would my future self think, feel and act today? And journal on that question. And that's what I do. Yeah. And then the next thing I do after journaling is gratitude. And, and what I do there is I don't write down just the things I'm grateful for in my life right now, because that's pretty straightforward. I'm using gratitude in a way to help with manifestation. Gratitude is when we're thankful for something in our life. But what I do is I'm grateful ahead of the event. I'm grateful for the things that I'm seeking to manifest as if they've already happened. So for example, um, before I even had one coaching client, I would say I'm so, I'm so grateful and blessed now that I have a fully booked coaching business because Every day I'm impacting the lives of others around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So instead of being in want and chasing, I'm grateful for it every day. And I'm using gratitude as well as being grateful for what's in my life, but also grateful ahead of the event for what I'm manifesting. And to me, if I look back on everything that I've manifested, gratitude is has been one of the best tools for that, without a doubt. So look, here's the truth. There are so many manifestation methods out there. EFT tapping, the 369 method, the 555, the pillow method. I was going to ask you about the 369 method. I used to do that, right? And I'll tell you, this is a true story. And I was on a um, like manifestation confidence coaching course about a year, year and a half, two years ago, maybe a bit longer. Um, and I was told, you know, every day, write down three, three times, six times, nine times, you know, this, this, this goal and have a, have a, as you say, have like, um, you know, uh, an intention, but also a reason as to what you're giving back as well. So I had this, this, it was like a paragraph, you know, and I'd write it out three times, six times, nine. I started to think, oh God, you know, this is a lot to write out nine times. Anyway, 
I did it for probably about a month. And um, it it was, I can't remember exactly what I was writing out, but I don't think it was to manifest money, but it was at a time where I had like quite a big yeah. tax bill. Um, it was, it was probably two and a half years ago, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, about two and a half years ago now. So I had quite a big tax bill come through and I was like, oh my God, you know, oh, you know, I could do without paying this now. It was about 30,000, this, this tax bill. And um, something that always wind <laughs> me up is the fact that, you know, you earn money and then you've got a, you think you've got more than you have and you have to pay these big tax bills and stuff. So I started to have these dreams. So I've been writing this out, this three, six, three times, six times, nine times a night for a few weeks. I'm probably about three weeks in. And I started to have these dreams of boxes of money. And I had this recurring dream every night for probably about five nights of a box of money. And I'd open this box of money, it'd be this box, and it'd be full of, full of money. It was a lot. And I'd say to my partner at the time, I've had this weird dream. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Again, he was like, oh, that's weird. I was like, yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, so this tax bill was about £30,000. And I'm scrolling through Facebook this one night. And I, you know, I don't gamble or bet or, or anything like that. But I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see this ad advert come up. And I'd actually done a reading for this girl a few months before who was run, running one of these like raffle companies or something, you know, where they give away like a car or an amount of money or whatever. And I remember she mentioned the name of what she did and I thought, thought nothing of it. And as I was scrolling through, this was the, the company that came up. And it was like, said something like 11 p.m. tonight, um, enter to win a car or £30,000. It was a £10. And I thought, oh, you know what, it's a tenner, whatever. And I'd done it and I clicked the link and I'd done it. I kind of forgot that I'd done it and I didn't really think anything of it. And it was about 11,000 people had entered it and I thought, there's no way it's going to be me. Like, I'm going to throw away a tenner, whatever. <laughs> and... It got to about 11 o'clock and I thought, oh, I entered that thing. Let me have a look. You know, it ain't me, whatever. And I went on to Facebook and put their name in and McKinney competitions, they were called. And I opened it up. And um, as, I, as, I, as I clicked on it, they shouted my wow. name. I, and I literally flew, <laughs> I was jumping around the room. 
Like, oh my God, what, like, it was crazy. It was crazy. And yeah, so this, this, it was just wild. It was just absolutely wild. It's a great story. So, so on. But I've really, with like, with that whole kind of, you know, like, you know, money feeling like it's coming in, going out, and, you know, we have to pay a lot of tax in the UK, (laughs) whatever. I try and now not something I've worked on is I don't look at my money as physical money. I've got my bank balance. I look at it as an energy, I suppose that that comes and goes and it sometimes it has to has to go and it will come. Um and I don't feel I don't look at it as as I suppose that that physical amount. Chris absolutely I I think you're spot on. There's a law of the universe called the law of rhythm. And that is a, one of the seven hermetic principles, which dictates that everything in life ebbs and flows, ups and downs. So it's just like mm-hmm. we experience with money, to master it is to stay on the baseline and not feel one minute elated and the next one we have a tax bill completely depleted. It's just, to, like you say, treat it like energy. Just on that note about three, six and nine. So when I hear a concept like that, I, as you've probably gathered by... Um, uh, you know, I'm quite nerdy when it comes to like the science behind it, because I think it does demystify the mystical, you know, for any skeptics out there like me, it helped a lot, but three, six and nine, there is a lot of power behind it. A lot. Nikola Tesla, who uh, is very famous for electromagnetism back in like the 1920s and thirties said, if you understand the numbers three, six and nine, you'd hold the keys to the universe. Um, So I started to test it myself. And I think you've just articulated something that was my biggest issue with three, six and nine, the traditional method, which is it's a chore. So for the average person, you take. Yeah, by the time you write out, you know, I'm so grateful that I've got this amazing business and I'm earning X amount a month. And I'm this, that and the other because blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And you write that out and you write that out. What is it? Six, nine and three is 18, 18 times a day. It's not practical. Um, it's especially no. when, 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 when you no. have to write it six times in the afternoon and nine times at night. So I don't, I don't follow the sheep of what other manifestation coaches are doing. Three, six and nine. Remember, it doesn't matter which way you do it. It's, it's, the, it's the, it's the magic behind the three, six and nine. So I use three, six and nine every day in a different way. So what I do mm-hmm. with all my clients as well, is you take your intent to manifest. And then you do your journaling and your gratitude. And then after that, you go into your three, six and nine affirmations. But how I do it is I write down three affirmations of any length. So, for example, every day in every way, fun and exciting opportunities come my way. For example, three, just three affirmations of any length. Then write down a six word affirmation. So, for example, financial abundance is a constant flow. If that's six, I've said it on the top of my head. And then a nine word affirmation. Okay, so then what you do is you just write it down in your journal, three affirmations of any length, a six word affirmation and a nine word affirmation, and then just say it out loud three times. And that's it. It takes five minutes. You speak it into existence and do it every day for 33 days. It's not a chore. You haven't got to remember to do it in the afternoon or in the evening. And it still works because I've seen so much magic with my own clients. I helped a client um, from Philadelphia. He's 32 years old and he's building, as we all know, the artificial industry is exploding at the moment. 
and he's building an incredible artificial intelligence business. And he came to work with me in April, full of limiting beliefs, three kids under the age of three, <laughs> uh, 32 years old, and wow, wanted wow. to have my help to manifest 250,000 um, from startup investors to help with this business. In just shy of six months, I've helped him manifest over $3 million for his business. Yeah. And when he came to work with me, he was completely broken, stressed, um, this young co-founder who was struggling with it all. And in the end, we mapped it all out. And, and every day he just would visualize the investors coming to him, the investors loving his, 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 um, his product and what he was building. And honestly, every day he was getting people reaching out and going, hey, can I put another 250 in? Hey, can I put 50K in? Like, I really like it. And in the end, he had to turn investors away because he was diluting his his, his equity. That's yeah. crazy. And he's, he's now potentially got a business worth in excess of 100 billion. Yeah. Wow. It's going to change. It's going to change the world. I can't say too much about it yet, but he's got some incredible investors on board as well. And it was all through the magic of manifestation, visualization, feeling it, you know, but he gave himself permission first. And I think he was, he is, and I'm still working with him. He's a great example of no excuses. He's got a huge team. He's 32 years old. When he came to work with me, he had these two young kids. His third child was due at the end of September. He had all the stresses that anyone could 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 imagine he had you know um salaries in excess of 25k a month for his team you know all these pressures that come with building a business and he had every excuse for it to bury his head in the sand but he got up at 4am to do his work so by 6am he could be there for his two kids wow. you know so it's like how much do you want it exactly i think that's the difference between someone that really wants it to someone that I want to earn £5,000 a month, but I'm not going to get up early in the morning doing meditation. I'm not going to do my writing my goals. You know, take, write, your, write your affirmations and save them as your phone screen right. saver. You know, you can download apps, can't you, where the, where the affirmations pop up, exactly. you know. Um, but, yeah, well, this has been amazing. Any... <laughs> Um, any last, any last words, thoughts? Yeah. Advice? So just, just on, just on the tools, just because I think it probably is a question that a lot of people ask is about vision boards. Uh, they're a great tool. I think mm -hmm. once you've written down your intentions and you've, you've tried to turn that into some sort of a narrative and a story of what you want your life to look like now, make it tangible, put it on a vision board, which is just a collage of, of, of photos and images um my my advice is to do that my advice is to pick maybe one to four areas and then you can either have it as a digital board that you can have as a screensaver on your phone or your ipad or have a tangible physical board in your office as well and just just leave it but my advice is to is to take control is to become the master of the animal you know um and start start working towards it start turning that brain towards the map to the future and look I just want everyone to know because it's quite funny like how skeptical I was when I first came into this world but I believe losing my mom and hearing her voice was my sort of signpost to, to do this and change the world and I, my only mission is to help others create their best life and I've created my best life I've helped hundreds of others do it but I don't this is I just want to reiterate here this isn't magic this is science and the east have known this for thousands of years and the west are just coming around to it now but science is catching up with this this is 
this is real. This is real. Mm-hmm. And every single person is a creator. Give yourself permission to consciously create because so many people are unconsciously creating their future because they're unconsciously aware of how they're thinking. They're unconsciously aware of how they're feeling. And therefore they're continuing to create predictable futures and say, nothing good happens to me. I always attract the same men or women into my life. Be conscious, write down what it is that you seek and start working towards it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one, no one's advantage to anybody else, are they? We can, everyone, it's an equal thing. Everyone can. The universe will always give you what you are. And that, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. You do not attract what you want. You attract into your life what you are. And scientifically, there's an infinite amount of that energy. So therefore, no one's at an advantage. Yes, I may have been doing this now for four years and might have mastered it a little bit quicker. So the only separation between us is time. You can manifest whatever you desire in your life if you just start today. Mm-hmm been amazing thank you so much you're welcome chris thank you so much for having me tell me where everyone can find you for like so you you offer private sessions right yeah i so instagram's the the main i'm on i'm on tiktok and youtube but instagram's the, the main place because i post several pieces of content there every day um on my website you can read a bit more about me and my coaching and speaking engagements um i have got a few meditations over on youtube i will just say though because i don't focus on youtube because I'm not monetized on YouTube yet, I can't turn off the ads, which are annoying. So if you do listen to my meditations on YouTube, you might need a YouTube premium account to stop the ads. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email. And I do do, um, I work with clients over a two month period for the reason that I explained earlier, that it takes on average about 60 days to reprogram yourself. So you can, I can have a great conversation with someone for an hour, but what people really want is not just a manifestation coach and accountability coach too. keep you in check exactly chris <laughs> <laughs> what was your instagram matt cook coach perfect and i'll leave the link below thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me on chris really enjoyed it thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to leave ideally i'd love a five-star review and I'll leave my Instagram link below where you can connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. It is Chris Riley Psychic. Thank you again so much. Make sure you follow and subscribe and I'll see you in the next episode.